0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Watching the Boxes Fantasy Basketball Podcast, hosted by HashtagBasketball.com, your home for the very best fantasy tools and analysis on the entire internet. I still, I'm baffled if you have not gone to HashtagBasketball.com yet, just go there. They got great projections. They got great rankings throughout the season. They even got, uh, you know, the ADPs from Yahoo, which we'll be using today in our Who Do I Draft series. So go to hashtagbasketball.com today. I'm your host, Mike Katrin, and joining me as always is my co-host, Tyler P. Watts. What's up, Tyler?
1: Michael, a fun one today? Maybe not a fun one? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see where this ends up. Yeah. You know, sometimes
0: it feels like it's going to be in our Who Do I Draft series gonna be a little boring it's like oh yeah you know Giannis or whatever uh but I feel like we did Giannis and we ended up getting really good assists we ended up doing Curry we got really good blocks I'm hoping the who as always the who do I dress series we're giving people a little bit different perspective than just being like oh yeah I got Curry so don't like don't get any centers well now you still probably you probably want centers like it's uh Uh, Or I got Giannis, I got to punt my free throws. Well, it's not going to go well for three free throws, so you don't have to punt it. Uh, And today we are doing the infamous James Hardon of the Brooklyn Nets. Now, if you are just joining us for the first time or just want to recap, we are doing a nine-cat head-to-head draft based on the ADPs on Yahoo of all the first-round players. But here at Watch the Boxes, we do not punt any categories we ignore categories we're always ignoring turnovers and we always go for the best players available with our first three picks we don't try to ignore any other categories unless it's just so obvious or just a player lands uh, in front of us that just makes sense to us and today we're doing Harden and we're looking at that ADP for James Harden and uh, since we put KD we put KD at six, we're gonna to have to put Harden at uh at five. And we talked about this last time with uh, Kevin Durant. This whole two, you know, kind of two or three through nine. I don't know. I, I kind of could go any which way with all these players.
1: If you wanted Harden at two, I don't really don't have anything. I mean, like he was the consensus number one player last year, so yep. taking him at two might be a steal. Taking him at and if
0: Kyrie's not gonna play. Harden might have to carry that team.
1: Does it so does Kyrie playing help not playing or playing, whichever way you want to look at it, does it help him or hurt him? Because I feel like James did more of the ball handling than Kyrie did in this small sample we saw where all three of them are playing. Yeah, I think the only reason like James is the point guard on that team, regardless of you no know, traditional point guard, like the guy who's gonna make the plays. Is that yeah. weird?
0: No, I don't. I don't think that's weird at all. I think that's fairly accurate. I think my issue with a healthy and or vaccinated Kyrie Irving is that Kyrie Irving one will take usage, will take you know some, some possessions away from uh, James Harden when James Harden was carrying the um, the Rockets. He was the guy. Everybody knew he was the guy. There was there was no questions asked. Right. Okay,
1: but but here's the thing. Let's just start with this. Say Kyrie gets vaccinated. How many games is Kyrie really going to play?
0: Well, that's another very valid question, which makes Harden a little bit more interesting, is that even with Kyrie's, uh, let's say he's going to play. He's vaccinated. Well, all right, he's probably still going to play like 55 games. So that means Harden's going to carry some. I just think there's a huge difference between no Kyrie and some Kyrie. And I think Harden is going to, as you saw when well, he that, was in Brooklyn last year, he took a little bit of a backseat on purpose because he was, you know, he didn't need to carry the team finally. And that did, you know, notch down his assists, notch down his rebounds, just a little bit, notch down his scoring just a little bit. And um, I don't know that, that changes you from a, the, the number one, number two overall player
1: to the number five overall player. Yeah. Kind of it does. I don't know. His assists were as high as they've ever been. Even in Brooklyn, he averaged ten point nine assists per game, which is insane. Now, there's a very small sample size with the three of them playing together. I understand very that. Small. Um, but I think he's going to average a lot of assists and and some good rebounds and some. I mean, yeah, okay, it's not going to be thirty five points, but it could be twenty five.
0: Sure, I think there's a big difference though when you when you look at. The ability to score when he's scoring 32 33 points that's really insane, like it's a huge difference. Oh, yeah, he goes from super
1: elite to yeah. elite, yeah, right? And that, like uh, 10 points a game is a lot. I mean, over, over 70 game season, that's 700 points. I mean, that's a big. that's a big number,
0: it is an absolute shit ton. But, um, Harden, I, very safe, I think. If you take him, two, third, fourth, fifth, sixth. Uh, it doesn't really matter. Currently, he is going fifth, around fifth on Yahoo ADP, uh, which means in the second round. And like I said, we're not we're not ignoring anything. We're not punting anything other than uh, we're going to ignore turnovers, which means we're looking at pick number twenty in the second round. We did KD at pick six, so the middle of the draft here. I kind of like this spot being at the top of the draft, even though you get a great player, you fall out of that second round, like a quality second rounder here, Tyler, we're picking from Zach Levine, Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, Dante Sabonis. We got Russell Westbrook out there and Kyrie Irving, uh, Zion and Fred Van Fleet. Those guys have a lot of, um, you know, question marks and or negative Categories where you, um, you know, I don't really want to hurt the fact that James Harden, fantastic assists, very good free throws. Um, You're going to get points and threes from him and a great rebounder. So, like, um, really, we can go any different direction. And once again, I will recommend that we boost our forwards. We get a forward here. We don't go guard guard because forwards are hard to come by and centers, bigs are hard to come by. Later in the draft, so I'm looking directly once again at Dante Sabonis. Bam out of bio, and I'm also, as always, giving a, a nice side eye to my good friend Jimmy Butler.
1: Let's let's play it this way. I want you to build it, picking one of your big guys, and I'm going to take Jimmy Butler, and let's just see where it ends up. Ooh, okay. Because we keep we keep telling people don't don't do this. So let's try it. See what happens. All right. All right. This is just for fun. So. I'm, I'm going to take
0: Donna Sabonis. I really okay. like not to this year, even though uh, the pace might be down a little bit in Indiana. I just think to get a center who um, is going to be top tier uh, in the rebounds and incredible at assists to piggyback off of James Harden's assist right now, I really like that. And that allows me to not look directly at high assist guards later in the draft. I,
1: I like it. I love it. Um, I'm gonna go with Jimmy. I feel like Jimmy gets you 20 points. He's gonna get you good rebounds, good assists, great steals. Um, pretty darn good percentages. So I feel like I'm pretty strong in the percentages, which is good. I, I like that. I like just where I'm going here so far. And I definitely need a big man at some point. And we'll see if I can find one.
0: All right, let's uh let's see where this goes. I like this, uh I like this dual draft we got going on here. So round three coming up. Pick number 29, we're looking at Donovan Mitchell, DeAndre Aiden, Devin Booker, Shea Gildris Alexander, Michael Porter Jr., Chris Paul, Chris Middletone, Christian Wood, Jalen Brown, Tyler. Where are you heading after going with your good, fr- our, our good friend, my good friend, former finals MVP, Jimmy Butler?
1: So here again, right, I don't want a big man. Because I don't like the big men right here specifically. And this is maybe why you you keep mentioning the strategy. I don't want one of these guys. I don't want Aiden. I don't want Christian Wood this high. No. Right? And so, like, and I'm not going to reach down for, like, that Turner-Capella group because I feel like that's just too high for them. Mm-hmm. Right? So, I'm focusing on the guards, the wings. I just want my best, the best person I think that's available. Right? Um, So, there's a lot of different ways you can go with this. I personally am probably going to go um, with Shea gildas Alexander just because I feel like he's the best player available. Okay. Um it's great. And I'm gonna I'm gonna build my percentages even further, right? I'm gonna feel like I'm I'm real strong in those. Get another elite score, good rebounds, good assists. I need a big man to to kind of boost up those rebounds at some point, but I feel like I have three kind of guard wing types that are all pretty good rebounders for what they are.
0: Absolutely, your steals are very good with Jimmy Butler and James Harden. Um, Shea Gillis certainly doesn't hurt you in steals. Uh, your points are also fantastic. Your assists are very solid as well. Um, that's It's a, a, a solid start to your build. See, I don't think I need to go get those assists anymore since I have both J- the Dante Spos and James Harden. So I'm not looking at Chris Paul. I'm actually not going to look at Shea Gillis even though I, I do love Shea Gillis Alexander. Um, I kind of want to uh, double down on Harden's three-pointers here. So I'm kind of looking for either threes or steals. So I'm, I think I'm going to be looking at either Donovan Mitchell or Booker. The hmm. question think, is,
1: which one of those two players do you like better this year? Because that's it's a, good, yeah. it's a good thought exercise. I think we know exactly <laughs> what Donovan Mitchell is, and I'm not sure we know exactly what Devin Booker is going to be.
0: Yeah, and I think actually, you know, feast or famine, right there. Maybe Devin Booker's got a another notch in him. Maybe he still plays, you know, back back fiddle to to Chris Paul uh, because that's how they won. Uh, that's how they how they win, right? That's, that's exactly how they ended up uh, in a, a position to be in the NBA Finals. Um, I'm go- I'm gonna go with I want threes. I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Donovan Mitchell.
1: All right, fair enough.
0: All right. So, we got Donovan, we got Donovan Mitchell here at in the third round. Uh, once again, big boost to my points with Donovan Mitchell. You got two guys who are averaging over 25, maybe even more. Two guys who are averaging over three three-pointers a game really really like that. My steals have been uh, solid at one. They're not as good as your steals, Tyler, with uh, the Jimmy Butler there, but I'm really I'm it, we're building very similar teams in a, in a weird way is that, you know, we still don't have um, you know Dante Savonis not a blocking big, James Harden pretty good block guy, uh, for a a guard. Uh, but I, I I think so far we got two slightly different teams, but we're kind of building in the same direction. Let's see where round four takes us at pick number forty-four. Uh, we got De'Aaron Fox, Clint Capella, Richard Holmes, Chris Steps, Porzingis, Jonas Valanciunas. CJ McCollum, Lonzo Ball, and Anthony Edwards, along with a bunch of other players past the top 50, which I would say you should definitely look at. Like, like, don't DeJonte Murray, Jaron Jackson, OG Ananobi. A lot of those guys aren't going to get back to you. So I think those are guys you should pay attention to. Who do you like in here with your build so far?
1: So um, this is a good little tough conundrum for me. I think the person I'm going to take is Jonas Valanciunas. All right. And it's between him and Chris Epps for me. And mm-hmm. the reason I think I want to go for Jonas is I think he's going to boost up my field goal percentage even more. And I kind of want that. Plus he's going to get you elite rebounds. Whereas Chris Epps is just going to get you good rebounds. He's going to get you like nine. Jonas probably 10, 11, 12. Um, And so I think I want those extra rebounds because my team is pretty good in rebounds, but it definitely needs a big man to kind of round it out.
0: Yeah. You definitely kind of need that extra push into the rebound territory uh, since you have, you know, uh, some good fours, but no great center. Um, I like that pick. I think that's pretty good. Uh, There's kind of a couple guys down here that we really like. Uh, Chris Stapps, Jonas Von Chunas, definitely being percentage-wise. Like, people ignore percentages, and you shouldn't. You shouldn't ignore percentages, uh, you know, at all. Um, I, I think I also I, – I don't necessarily need a big since I do have not just a bonus, but uh, once again, this might be my one of my last opportunities to grab another center, boost my blocks if I so choose, um, before we get into, uh, I guess, the the, the lower 50s, um, trying to see. Oof, oof. You know what? I'm going to, since we're, I mean, we're drafting against each other. If I was drafting against you, I would not assume uh, Yusuf Nurkic would fall back to me. So I would go, I would go get like, I would get Chris Stapps here, but I'm kind of looking. At Anthony Edwards right now. We haven't picked Anthony Edwards yet. It's a little bit of a, um, maybe a little bit of a reach down, perhaps. But Anthony Edwards looks really, really good.
1: Yeah. The question, I guess, for me, is what does that offense look like when they're all playing? if all four of their kind of scorers are playing how much of that pie is Anthony Edwards taking
0: I think a good chunk of it because I think he's the second leading scorer on that team he's going to be um him and Cat are going to play very well off each other I think Russell is definitely the third there'll be plenty of times for Russell to score it's just not going to be uh it's going to be after those two guys um eat basically and I really like his upside. I think he's sneaky blocks. This is another, this is a forward, you know, so I'm boosting my forwards here. I think Chris Stapps is probably a very, very good choice here to bump up those blocks. But I think I want to go really hard at three-pointers and really hard at points. And just, so, like, if I go with Anthony Edwards, I still got great rebounds very good assists. Now my steals are up. My steals are bumped up and my points are probably top of the league. I'm going to go with Anthony Edwards just because I haven't taken him lately. And I, I'd like to, I think I'd like to have Anthony Edwards on my team.
1: There you go. That's that's part of it, right? And I I feel like people overlook that fact. It's like, man, sometimes you just want, you want someone you like to watch play.
0: So yeah. You get him. I'm uh, I'm more, I'm certainly more comfortable with Anthony Edwards playing more total games than Chris Dasperzingas next season, or this season.
1: Well, Anthony Edwards is going to have a chance to play relatively all 82, whereas I can tell you right now, no matter how healthy Chris is in this place, he's not playing all 82 games and there might not be a person on the Mavericks that does. They are big on the kind of just giving you a rest game if you're a starter. So um, their whole starting five is probably none. none of them are going to play 82 games. That's just how it goes. Yeah. No. Pro- absolutely,
0: uh, I-, I would agree that that's probably not what's going to happen. We're now picking at pick 53 here in the fifth round. Here's who's available. Um, Jaron Jackson Jr. Still available. OG and Anobi, Tyrese Halberton, Brogdon, DeMar DeRozan, McHale Bridges, Ben Simmons, Nurkic. Ooh, you know, I don't know if I'm going to go with Nurkic because I'm kind of looking at Jaron Jackson here too. Um, we got to figure out a way to build – a team around Draymond Green. Is, is that a weird thing to do? Because Draymond Green falls so low, and he's probably like, a you know, he was like, what, 35th, 36th player? We should just do uh who do I draft around Draymond Green.
1: I feel like I could draft Draymond Green. This pick and not be that bad. I, I wouldn't have picked Jonas in the last round. I would have picked someone else who was scoring like 20 a game. Yeah. But had I not picked him, I feel like this team, if you would have gone for somebody like, uh, Chris Dapps or Anthony Edwards, like with that last pick in my build, I feel like Draymond wouldn't have been a terrible pick because you had you'd have four 20 point per game scorers then, yeah, so you um, could kind of paper over Draymond's potentially like seven.
0: Yeah, I think I'm I mean, I think I'm in a spot to draft Draymond Green as well. I got Anthony Edwards, Donovan Mitchell, James Harden all scoring a ton. bonus, you know, it's gonna score co- 20. That's what it? I mean. You got four yeah.
1: 20 point per game scores if you have four 20 point per game scores, I feel like you can pick Draymond.
0: Because Draymond's going to get you, like, seven rebounds, eight assists, almost two steals, and a block a game.
1: Yes, yes, Draymond's, if he would just, like, shoot a little more and wouldn't be so, like, reluctant to do it, he would be fantastic fantasy option.
0: Yeah, oh, man, it does hurt my points, but I think I might be able to sneak some points in, in a later round to boost me back up. It's gonna hurt my three pointers too, but I think I can get those a little bit later in the draft. There's only like one more chance in the sixth round to get some of those. But here's where I'm go- where, where I'm gonna I'm gonna win I'm gonna win the league in assists uh, easy if I go with Draymond. I'm gonna win the league in steals. Everybody's uh, getting over a steal a game on my team pretty much. And my blocks are not good. My field goal is not that great, but that's okay. I'm gonna go with Draymond. Screw it. I'd like there to get. Go a build with Draymond in there. And I think this is the one I got tons of points up front. And I think I can handle a little Dre in my life. Tyler, who did you end up going with in the fifth round?
1: So this is a tough call for me because I, if I don't get a big man here, I'm probably rolling with Jonas is my only big guy.
0: Yeah. He's not a traditional big guy. He's kind of like a good roto big guy.
1: Right. So I don't love that. So I'm probably going to go Nurkic here. There's some guys I like better. But I don't know that there's anyone that fits my team better.
0: Yeah, I really like Nurkic there. Jaron Jackson Jr. I think is probably also an option here, but Nurkic is just a little. It fits what you're trying to do here. Go through your go through your team again. So I remember who's on on your team.
1: <laughs> oh, now come on, Mike. You 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 know you've been tracking my team. I was, I not, you I was here. not.
0: I was not tracking your team. It was Butler. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy, it was hard.
1: Jimmy Butler. Then it's Shea Gilgis Alexander. Yeah. Then it's Jonas Valanciutis, and now it is Yusuf Nurkic. That's
0: kind of that's a good team too.
1: That's two centers, two guards, and Harden. That's yeah. what I mean. I feel like I'm pretty, I'm set up now to go anywhere I want with my next two or three picks. Yeah, and
0: I think you're a little bit more well-rounded uh, of a team than I am. Uh, I think you you got some uh, solid percentages. Uh Your blocks are really thing. good. My blocks are not that great. My field goal percentage not that great, but I'm super elite. And assists and steals and uh, I would still uh, competing rebounds, points and threes.
1: Here's the thing I don't like about it, and I'll I'll just throw this out there. I feel like with the pick I picked Jonas Valanciunas, there was a lot of options I could have picked for a big man. Here at this pick, I feel like there's really only two, and I don't love that because if those two get picked in your draft. Mm-hmm. Now you're going in a completely different direction and you're probably going to be short in those big man stats. Now you could ignore those big man stats and try to make the team out really good in some other categories. And and that's, that's one of the advantages of James Harden is you can do that because James Harden's pretty darn good everywhere, but I don't love it. And so it's riskier. It's riskier to do my strategy. Sometimes the risk pays off. Sometimes it doesn't.
0: That's true. Sometimes you could definitely hit on that, and uh, other times you're not gonna. Um, but I like I like what you got built so far. I think you're a little bit more well rounded than me. I think I got higher peaks than you in certain categories. Let's go to round six, pick number sixty-eight. Who's according to ADP on Yahoo? Who, here's who's available: Pascal Siakam, Gordon Hayward, Colin Sexton, Cade Cunningham, Darius Garland, one of our favorites. Derek White, D'Angelo Russell, Karis Levert, Marcus Smart, Buddy Heel, Isaiah Stewart, and a few others. Who do you like?
1: I'm gonna lean into my get a lot of really good wing strategy and take Gordon Hayward.
0: Ooh, interesting. I like I like I like Gordon Hayward's all around. Could easily be a top 50 player here. What do you you've taken a lot of Gordon Hayward? Are you worried about? the amount of dudes playing on Charlotte.
1: Now I'm more worried about Gordon Hayward playing the, the games <laughs> about <laughs> the amount of dudes on Charlotte. Um, Gordon Hayward's just really good at basketball. And so when you're really good at basketball, I don't really worry about who else is on the team. Cause I feel like when you're really good at basketball, you just find the 33 to 35 minutes a game, right? Like let's not kid ourselves and pretend that Miles Bridges or any of those guys are better than Gordon Hayward.
0: Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, Gordon Hayward, definitely overlooked, I would say, along with a lot of really, like, there's a lot of players in this space. I think a lot of them uh, being overlooked, like Kyle Lowry is 62 overall. Uh, Kyle Lowry is definitely someone who per game is very, very nice. Uh, DeMard Rosen falling into the, you know, late fifties, early sixties. Um, I think Derek, you know, even Derek white all the way down here at 76 feels a little low to me as well. Um, I think I'm, I was thinking about going with a guard boosting my stats, but I'm thinking, you know, I'm looking down the list as you should looking down the list. And I'm seeing there's still guards left here, probably in the next round, they're going to get back to me like someone like Mike Conley or Kimball Walker, someone like Kevin Porter Jr., who I do like this year. I could even get a little frisky and go with, uh, you know, uh, Suggs or Jalen Green a little bit later. A player that I'm not going to find a little bit later is someone like Pascal Siak. I'm not going to find a nice forward who gets you 20 points a game, who, um, like, even though he's injured to start the season, which I that's something I'm going to have to deal with, I'm going to get those points to boost me back up with Draymond. I'm going to double down on my rebounds. I'm going to get solid assists from my forward, another uh, steel guy and good free throw percentages, all things I do want. And then I could double down later on a guard who can get me some assists and maybe some threes. So I'm going to go with Pascal Siakam. I just, I, I, I like I Any it.
1: worry that... They're slow bringing him back and quick to end his season just because they're not going to be good.
0: I'm worried that they'll be slow to start start him getting moving, right? Like he's not due back, what, until almost December. Maybe he doesn't pick up full speed until January. But I don't think I worry about the end of the season with with the Raptors because I don't think they're going to be like, quote-unquote, shutting down anyone. I think even though that team potentially could be, depending on how the season goes, right, the East is a little bit better, but is this team better than the bottom of the East? Certainly. Are they a play-in candidate? Maybe. So if they're playing play-in candidate, I'm not too so worried about it. Maybe the final weeks or so they end up sitting past Siakam, but you shouldn't be having your playoffs in the final weeks anyway. Fair. So I'm going to go with Siakam, like bump my points back up after that Draymond pick Uh, another kind of across the board player. I got a lot of these, you know, five rebounds, five assists, uh, five rebounds, four assists, seven rebounds, five assists, like a lot of those types of players. And that really, really adds up. Nobody on my team is averaging under a steal. In fact, uh, you know, a couple of them are stealing half or more. And my blocks still aren't like going to lose me. I'm not going to lose blocks every single week. So, uh, so far I'm liking this team. Let's go to round seven pick number 77. Here's who's available. Tyler D'Angelo Russell, Karis Lavert, Marcus Smart, Buddy Healed, Isaiah Stewart, Bob Covington, Mitch Robb, Spencer Dimwitty, Mike Connolly, Kimball Walker, Kevin Porter. Who do you like?
1: Yeah, I think I'm just going to go for a point guard here. Um, the decision between Mike Conley and Kemba Walker has flummoxed me a few times this, this off season for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I, I feel like both are good and they're a little bit different, but they're both kind of just in that same phase of their career. So I guess it comes down to which guy do I feel is going to be healthier and which guy do I think, you know, basically gives me just more games. It really comes down to games for me, I think, between those two because I feel like they're both going to be – we know what they're both going to be, right? Um, in this scenario, I might want Kemba's more a little bit more scoring because I feel like i picked two big men that maybe their scoring is not going to be super high. So I'll probably pick him here and just hope that he can stay healthy. And I think he – on that Tom Thibodeau team, I think there is potential for it to go both ways, right? Like he could kind of get played into the ground and then the pert or – he could find a, a little niche with Derek Rose backing him up. And, you know, Derek Rose kind of had a career resurgence even there, even further. So maybe he can do the same for Kemba.
0: Yeah. I hope so. I, I really do. I think they'll share some minutes so they won't have um, either one of them won't have like an insanely insane, like a crazy season. But Kemba's the guy there. He'll definitely play more minutes. He'll definitely get the usage. And uh, hopefully that keeps him a little bit fresher, being able to rely on Derek Rose. Um, I hope so. I hope Tibbs doesn't, uh, hurt, uh, run everybody into the ground. I think Tibbs is a little bit over that phase in his, uh, in his career. I I hope, um, I obviously, I want Derek White if he's here. If he's not, you could go D'Angelo Russell, but I'm going to look a little bit further down. Um, I'm looking across my team, right? And no one on my team has less than four assists a game. Two guys, Um, you know. Well, Harden's got over ten assists game. Draymond's pushing nine. Sabonis is probably going to be around five or six. Mitchell's around five or six. Pascal's probably around four. Anthony Edwards is probably around f- three to four. My assists are really, really good. So I'm maybe I'm considering Tyler, and this is uh,
1: I think it'll maybe a little bit out there, but he healed. Oh. <laughs> Man, that's a pick. So, I'm not sure if I love it or hate it. It's yeah, pick.
0: I'm, a, a I'm pick. really okay with you <laughs> hating it, Tyler. But this is why I really like it. I don't need assists right now. And Buddy Heal's okay with assists. I come don't, yet. my field goal percentage is bad already. Buddy Heal, come in, shoot the lights out, I'll shoot every time. That's fine. My blocks aren't good. They're not bad. They're not good. Buddy Heal fits that. But here's where I'm, a, I think I'm a little. Weekend, Even though I started with such a strong three-point made team with James Harden and Donovan Mitchell and Anthony Edwards, and even Sabonis getting almost a three for my center spot, I feel like I I want to win outright threes every week. And I'm going to go with Buddy Heald. He can almost, he might hit four threes a game. The scoring's there. He's not terrible at rebounds or assists. He's not good or bad but he's elite in one category that I want to boost, and I think this is my last chance to boost it.
1: That's fair. That's fair. I guess for Buddy Heald, he played a ton of minutes last year, and the numbers were worse. That always kind of worries me. Yeah, that's sus. Yeah, that you don't get as many minutes this time around. Plus, they picked Davion Mitchell, and I don't know that Davion Mitchell's ready for 30 minutes a game, but Aren't they going to want to play him some? And at some point, like you can only play so many guards. And man, if they're going to compete, like Buddy Hield is just such a bad defender. And so, like at some point, do you just play those other guys and and sit Buddy on the bench a little bit to try to win a game and get a stop? I, I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, I've, it's a bit risky. I've been a big proponent of Buddy Hield, and especially in fantasy leagues for the last couple of years. And I feel like last year kind of burned me. So maybe maybe I'm just hating
0: because of that you might you might be Hayden just a little bit um and in fact this might be a little bit too early for Buddy I think Buddy falls into the eighth round a lot in the mock drafts that I'm that I'm hanging out we're playing by the rules of ADP on Yahoo so since he's not dropping on ADP just yet uh, but if I'm playing with a bunch of people, I think he uh, that I know, I think that he easily drops in the eight round because I think a lot of people think like you, they don't really like him that much. Uh, they like Kevin Porter Jr. a little bit better. So, so do I actually, uh, I think Kevin Porter Jr. is a great pick there. Uh, Derek White, if he's still available, Darius Garland, if he's still available. So if any of those guys are around, I'd probably take him over Buddy Healed. but I want to get Buddy Healed in the next round. I want to bump my, um, my three pointers. I might even go Brooke Lopez in the ninth round. Um, I I just I want to bump that three pointer back up to elite status because I want to be top two, maybe top three in points, top two, top three in rebounds. Uh, I might win assists by 500 every week. I might win steals by uh, a lot every week with uh, by going with Harden, Donovan Mitchell, Anthony Edwards, Pascal Siakam, Dante Sabonis, Draymond Green, and then fill in your guard here. Like I I went with Buddy Heel to boost those threes. Uh, My rebounds are good. My free throws are good. That's, that's three easy um, categories, maybe even four easy categories every week with a chance to compete in two other ones. So it's a little bit of a high, low build, which is something we don't do very often. Tyler, your builds a little bit more across the board. Let's hear it.
1: Yeah. And I guess maybe that's just kind of how I like to build my team. So uh, that's kind of the way I went with it. So I got a lot of guards on my team and I got a couple big men. So it's James Harden. And then I went back with Jimmy Butler um, in the third round, which I actually felt good about, this third round pick, I got Shay Gillis Alexander. In the fourth round, I went with Jonas Valanciunas, and then in the fifth round, I went with Yusuf Nurkic, and then in the sixth round, I picked Gordon Hayward, and in the seventh round, I selected Kemba Walker.
0: A very good, balanced. I think you're going to be uh, still killing it in multiple categories, but then competing in a lot of, uh, in a majority of the categories, which probably wins you quite a few weeks um and unless someone is you know well, min, I mean, min maxing perfectly against you i you, but know, here's you probably the thing you I like end up in the do. playoffs for sure
1: well here's the thing i like to do though in these head to head leagues too is like i'm going to try to beat you in the categories you're good at too and this is how i win a lot of times like 8-0 in in those matchups is i'm going to stream in a, in the, the crap you're good in I'm going to be pretty good across the board. And then I'm going to be like, all right, man, you think you're going to beat me in blocks and rebounds. I'm going to load up my streamers in blocks and rebounds and try to take those two categories from you. Because if I get those two categories, I'm winning this.
0: Yeah, I like that. And I, I think that's a very good strategy for head to head. And this is a very good build both ways, whether you min max or you do across the board and get your wins via being an active manager like Tyler is streaming in those blocks, streaming in whatever those, whatever the, the matchup dictates, which is, a, we should be you should be doing that anyway, whether you're min-maxing or not. Uh, I think that's it for uh, Harden and Who Do I Draft? Uh, you can find Tyler on Twitter at Tyler P. Watts. You can find me at Watch the Boxes. If you like mock drafts, go to twitch.tv slash watching the boxes. Follow us there. We're doing mock drafts every single week until the season starts. That's it. We'll see you next time.